Welcome to the Method On Demand content, and this is Delegating 102. If you have not already, go back and watch Delegating 101, where we talked about delegating in your business. So today, as I gave you a little hint last time, we are going to talk about delegating in your home. Now, this is a business coaching course. We talk about business systems to scale your business so that you can relieve that stress without sacrificing yourself. Why in the world are we talking about home? Well, the reason that we're doing that is because you are not two people. You are one person, one whole human being. So when things go sideways in your business, that stress and that overwhelm sloshes over into your home and vice versa. So in my years of coaching women and when talking about the home, I do wanna give a humorous disclaimer, but it's true that I am not a marriage counselor, I am not a parenting counselor, I am not a financial counselor. So when it comes to those things, if you need recommendations for when you are running your home, please let me know. But I do wanna talk about some things as it relates to delegation within your home. Because if you remember in the last video, we talked about delegating things to a VA, a virtual assistant, to a tech person, to a technology, so that your time while you're working is freed up to do other tasks that produce more income, right? You're in business to make money. Well, are there tasks in your home that we could delegate in order to free up your time so that you have more time to work your business? And I believe the answer is yes. So I'm going to give you an idea of some of the tasks that could be delegated within your home. Now, these will vary and depend on if you are married, if you have children, if your spouse travels, if you work a nine to five, how often you currently work in your business versus how much you want to work in your business. Are you nursing? Are your kids getting up through the night? There are so many variables, but what I have found is that if you can walk through this process, for most women, No matter the season of life you're in, there are things that you can delegate in your home to free up time for your business or honestly, just for yourself. So if you imagine business here and home here, right? You wake up, you get ready, and let's say you walk over into your business, right? And when you are done working over here, what do you do? You have to walk back over and be in your home. This time right here, that is a transition time. And I believe it is so important that you have time to transition between home and business, right? Because if you don't, if you're just going business or right to home, that is where the overwhelm can come in because that's where you walk into the kitchen to your three-year-old having a meltdown and your husband's late from work and a client just told you they're not happy with their services, right? And they all get meddled in and you're having to cook dinner and you hear the washer is whopping over there because the comforter is off kilter and you're just like, Bleh! right? So what if we could relieve some of that stress in the home so that when you walk out, your client still told you they're not happy with your services, your three-year-old is still having a fit, your husband is still getting home from work late, but all you have to do is open the fridge and dinner's ready, 
laundry is already done. Lunches are already packed. Coffee is already made, right? That is the benefit of delegating within your home. So what are some of the things that you can delegate within your home? You probably guessed them because I just mentioned some already. It can be things like laundry, meal prep, house cleaning, and my personal favorite is having a home assistant. Now for me, this has always been a female in college. She's usually late teens, like 18, 19, early 20s. She's in college, so she has some flexibility with her schedule, and she will come do a variety of the things that I just listed. So I will tell you that we've had a lot of turnover when it comes to our home assistants, not because they don't love to work for us, but because they're in college, and then they go away to a different school, they get an internship, they move home, it's just the reality of it. And so in our time, our oldest child at this point of recording is nine and a half, and we've had probably five or six home assistants in the last probably five or six years since we've been in this home. And it's just the reality. One has stayed with us the entire time, but she would go away to school for a year or so and she would come back. And when you find someone you trust, you can find them through a family member, a friend, a neighbor. I love finding them through church communities of people who know someone else. And if there is a big homeschool community around you, you might be able to bring on a high school junior or senior to almost do a mother's helper type situation if you have young kids in the house or even if you don't. And I'm sure that could potentially be some kind of internship for her where she's learning how to run a home that way. Anyways, so with those different tasks that you have them do, they can come in and what I find is the best way is to make a list of all the things that you need them to do of course, you will train them. You will show them, honestly, this is how we fold the towels. This is how we fold the underwear. This is how we prep our fruit to put in the snack. This is how we make our lasagna. Because you only need to show them once or twice, right? Short-term work, long-term benefit, and they will be able to then do it on their own. So let's say you do bring in a home assistant or a mother's helper. She could keep running the laundry, right? Put a new load in the washer, put it in the dryer, fold it, put it away. For us, I would do the washing and the drying, pile it up on our dining room table, and she would come fold six or seven loads of laundry, right? I would also schedule our schedule grocery deliveries. So if she's gonna be here from 12 to two, 12 to three, I'll schedule groceries to be delivered between 12 and one. So she brings them in from the porch, puts everything away. Again, I showed her how to do that. And then I'll have her meal prep. So a lot of times she will cut um, produce, so fruits and veggies for snacks. I will have her make one or two dinners, usually prep dinner for the night that she's coming and make one for the next day. So usually like some kind of casserole, she'll put it, um, uh, aluminum foil over the top of it, or let's say we're doing something like stir fry. She would go ahead and cut up the chicken, put it in a Ziploc, cut up the veggies, put it in a Ziploc. So the next night when I had to cook, I would just take it and dump it in the pan and everything's ready to go. 
I live in southeastern North Carolina. I pay my home assistant now between 17 and 20 an hour because she does a lot for us. I started at 15 an hour and just kind of worked our way up. That's for the young lady who's been with us for almost five years now. She knows us so well and she does such a great job. I also would do things like I would strip the kids' beds of their sheets, wash them, dry them, and she would put them back on and make their sheets on the once a week where we, the day that we're washing their sheets. So those are types of things that you can do because let's say you are in a nap time hustle. That's how you're working your business right now is when your kids are napping. You know very well that when nap time comes, you can choose the dishes, the laundry, getting ready for dinner, or working on your business, right? And imagine if they went down, all of those home things were taken care of, and you just had your business. So you could go plug out 30 minutes of business until your youngest woke up an hour early from their nap, right? Now hear me clearly, it doesn't always uh, work out so easy and so smooth like that, but it does a lot of the times. It does a lot of the time. So in Delegation 101, where we talked about writing down all the tasks you do, how long it takes you, and how much money it makes you, that's different for your home because chances are you're not making any money by doing the laundry. If you are, please tell me how. You're not making any money by cooking the meals. You're not making any money by cleaning the toilet. But remember, you are one human. You are one human, and if you picture like a pirate ship, you know the deck that they walk across from one side of the boat to the other, if water gets in there and is sloshing back and forth, that is like the overwhelm of work into home and home into work and work into home. And it picks your feet up from under you, right? And you fall down and you gotta get back up. That takes a lot of energy. But what if that water from the home side no longer sloshed in? What if the home things were taken care of? It may not mean that you work more, but it may mean that you are able to be more present at work because you know home is taken care of, and it may mean you can be more present in your home because the laundry and the cooking and all those things are taken care of. Now, just like Delegation 101, you still must take into consideration your finances right? Again, if you need a financial coach, I have a great recommendation for that. She can work with you in your personal finances as well. But here's the deal. You have to know that you have extra money there, right? And so maybe you have money each month that it's blow money. You can blow it on whatever you want to do with it. Doesn't matter how you spend it. Maybe the peace of mind of having laundry done and meals cooked is worth giving up some of that chunk of change, right? So you get to determine what that looks like. So I hope that was helpful in looking at Delegation 101 and Delegation 102 and how when you look at your life holistically as an entrepreneur and as running um, your home, that the two really are connected and they are worth paying attention to how they affect one another. Would love to answer any questions in Slack. Feel free to drop them there. Otherwise, I'll see you next time.